It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. (laughs) Of all the things the Browns do, what are we most comfortable in saying is clearly repeatable for 2024? Defense. Play action and running the rock. Defense. And and working off that. Listen, I'm going to tell you, before we answer this question, I'm going to tell you right now. Fifth for uh, 17 games. Joe Flacco started for five games. Six, I think. Including including the playoffs. playoffs, So six, including the playoffs. Okay, so four of those games, four of those games, I'd say, where he was going for the 300 yards every game, I would say outside of them four games, the reason that the Browns had success was because of defense. Am I wrong by saying that? Limited. Just like I said to Leroy, limited. I mean, you can look at what they did in the playoff game. That's the taste that we can't get out of our mouth. I understand for nine that, but I'm saying the reason that the Browns season was successful this year is because the defense played See, really. I, I, I believe the defense will be good in 2020. So you think that of, of all the aspects that I think the that will carry over? I, I believe it will be good. I have. I don't have at the moment. I don't. Have, I don't have a ton of confidence in the passing game. I have none uh, now. And I, oh, oh, you know. I have I have faith in Nick Chubb because I think, like I said yesterday, he's a physical freak and he will be back. And, well, and so I think the running game will be. The good. reason I was saying this is yeah. because outside of them four three hundred yard games, the offense was just okay. And I think maybe that's what led to the change because I said at the beginning of the season, they, they get better. I said at the beginning of the season, I said the defense is good enough to win games or help them be in games. Right. And the offense struggling. I get the quarterback was out and all of that stuff too. I get all that, but. To me, I think that the, they were kind of limited on offense, and I think Very. They, exactly. So the right. defense, but they was the lost re- their playoff game because of the defense, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. when the, when the wheels why, when the wheels yeah. fell off the defense, everything just boom. Yeah, yeah. At some point, though, at, in the season, it goes like this: some games the defense is going to be good, and the offense got to win it. Right. Some games the well, offense is not good, right. and the defense. Special no. teams, right? And, that's what and I just team, I felt like for seventeen games, it was you could credit the defense. To my personal well, opinion. Well, in I think the, the same vein, guys. With. I think for nine. Anthony, I'm well, sorry. Whatever. I'm going to hijack <laughs> your next topic because I think this – you. Eleven. I think everybody will find this interesting, and I think the fans will find this interesting. So, I, I'm going to mention a Browns position group. Maybe you're planning on doing this. I don't know. I think it's good. I'm going to mention <laughs> a, a Browns position group, and I think we should all give a thumbs up if we're, we're good with that group. doesn't mean you can't get better, but if Move, you're overall yeah. good with the group moving forward – if you're so-so with the group, fist. <laughs> yeah. If you're not good with the group, down. Okay. Okay? So, fence so right. Boom, boom, boom. Right, okay. right, right. Okay. All right, let's start with offensive line. <laughs> All different opinions there. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, look. Now, watch. Now, look. My thumb is up. Yeah. Because you got six guys to play five. Uh, Conklin, we don't know if he's ever going to play. Right. Injury, I can't count on, but you do have... James, uh, oh, big boy, Dewan Jones. Yeah. Right? So he's cool. Okay. You, Jed Wills is already on a fifth year deal. I can't do nothing about it. It is what it is. I thought the middle of the line carried the offensive line this year. So if you got, you, I need three tackles to find two people. 
RJ, you had the, the one down. Yeah, um, it's funny. In, I, I agreed with just about everything you said there. The middle of the, the interior middle of the line, center to guard. But they also owed us. Here's the problem. Ding after ding after ding. Betonio is at an age now. He'll be 33 next year, I believe. Huh? Yep. He's at an age now, and he's proved it this year, where if it's not the back, it's the ankle. If it's not the ankle, it's the knee. That, that's what happens. We break down. So he's concerning. Conklin is the boat anchor to this whole ship. Yeah. His contract, we didn't understand it the moment it was signed. Yep. We understand it even less today. It is incredibly restrictive because, as Jason has said, each group, has a number, a percentage of the payroll that it can eat up. We're maxed out there. Yeah, everybody. So you're not going to go out and nothing, sign a top. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. There's I, nothing you can I, do. I think, and we're all in agreement. I mean, listen. In the, if I said, I guarantee you, the O line is going to stay healthy. We're all thumbs up, yeah. right? Because yeah, there's but talent that's a, there. That's but, a huge but you can't do that. that. I can't. Conklin, I have zero faith in staying healthy. Me too. But Tonio had always been healthy, but you could tell he's starting to. It's starting to fall but, apart. But do we agree? Jed Wills has been hurt a lot. Do we agree we can't spend no more money? No, there's no money to be spent. So yeah, they, they just have to figure it out. That's why I'm down. They well, just have to figure it out. That's why I'm down. And by the way, Wills improved and looked better, but early in the season, particularly in the Pittsburgh loss, bad. we let him, we watched him roll out the welcome mat to a sack strip 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 sack fumble touchdown that that decided yeah. that game. He's still <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Now he did show improvement, but. To me, he's still a question mark. Big time. And I, he's had a lot of injuries. But guys, so. if I had to say right now, the piece of the offensive line that I feel most comfortable about, it's Jones. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I just, I feel most I, comfortable I, in him. I'm comfortable he's with him. young. I feel most confident in Wyatt Teller. I think if, he's, if, he's not that old. If, he's not Petonio old. How old is he? 29? 29, I think yeah. we did if, here if, if, if we, that's why I say. If yeah, we boy, get, you might be right. Yeah, if, you're, you're if right. If we could get three... To play two. Yeah. It, it, if I assume one of them going to be injured, another <laughs> one is going to be injured, all I need is two. All right, so you, we got the right, line. Okay. Next all right, running, running back room. <laughs> wow. I'm like, right? That's funny. I'm right. That's funny. Again? Yeah. All right, I'm thumbs up because, now, some of this is blind faith. I get it. But if I'm going to trust anyone to bounce back for an injury on this roster, I trust Nick Chubb more than anybody else. Now, I could turn out to be wrong, that's but I, I'm confident he's going to bounce back. There's hope. Uh, you know, yes, there's no guarantee. That's fine. But I'm trusting. And, I, and we're all on the, but in the agreement. Room has other yeah. But the, pro- the problem with that is yeah. week one, he's not going to be Nick Chubb. That's right. just not going to be it. Well, so, it Adrian, so how long, Adrian Peterson, how long yeah, until he not, gets back? Let's not make that declaration yet. And here's why. Oh, no. He's free. Adrian Peterson did it in eight months. Started and looked unbelievable. Look how like many, how many Nick people, Chubb's going to have almost a full count right here. He's yeah. the outlier, but, but Bull said yesterday, and I couldn't agree more. If I had to pick a comparison to Nick Chubb, it to me it's Adrian Peterson. If he was any other back and in the I league, agree, I wouldn't believe it. I agree because with it's you. Nick Chubb. I how, believe it. However, I'm not putting my season on it. Look, here's what no, I, I would either. Here's but that's why I was. That's why you gave. So that's why I'm this because after that, that's fair. Who else you giving it to? Go get me. I'm not lying to you. Stop the young. You want a young Barkley? No, no, no. Stop. Go get me. Saquon Barkley. No. Hold on. Let me. He's always hurt. Let me talk to you. And if you ain't gonna get him. Get, I need a bona fide running. Dick Chubb has always been better Derrick in the Henry. two-back system. He's old, too. I don't know if he can. Did he need to leave? He's old, too. Derrick Henry? He's better than that. Where was Derrick Henry this year in rushing? That's what I'm saying. 
So here's my thing. I need somebody. Them carries that they gave Jerome Ford, given a, a, a back that can see and move and has a vision, that 800 will become 13. I, I think if you if you get it, I, I would love for them to get a second back, but I don't want a Saquon Barkley who's always hurt or a Derrick Henry who's a similar type of back. I, if I'm going to get a second back, I think he's going to be a free agent because he was franchised, I believe. Ooh, get Henry a Tony was, Pollard. Henry was number two. I wouldn't mind him either. Tony uh, Pollard is good as a number would, two you don't think he third get down back. No, he had a disappointing year. And they don't. Million. The only court, the only running yeah. get back that got paid was McCaffrey, and, because he does and it all. And Jones got paid. And you don't have Not to. Again. You don't have to lean on a Nick Chubb yeah. forcing him back early. You could give a back that's fresh to get these touches, working yeah. back slowly into the game. Well, that's why I'm thumbs down. I, I want another back. All right, next one. one, guys. Wide receiver. Oh lord. <laughs> Not much to be said. We're four thumbs down on and wide you know receiver. What? I was thumbs down on that room all year. I was thumbs down while two our years coach in a row. was telling us yeah. we love that room. Yeah. I've been thumbs we down that two room. That really, years in a row. And what's funny is we all obviously love Amari Cooper, but you don't yeah, like but, anybody hey, else. But in that there's room. a lot of other guys in that room that we don't love. Hey, yeah, I, I'm not. Don't you listen? If you ask G. Bush who you want, what we doing at receiver? Don't you tell me nobody outside of four four. I don't care nobody about no big body. <laughs> get open. You want fast guy? Yeah. I, I, you we we better stretch the field. You want they, Calvin Ridley? He's a free agent. Oh, he is. Yeah. Anthony Schwartz is available. I, I checked. <laughs> Kill him. Hey, hey. Call him up. Kill Call him, him up. Hey, hey. All right, Call we're all up. in agreement, so not much to say there. There's only one left. Tight end. Oh, it's two left. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, I like tight end room. Yeah. I mean, I like that a joke. All you need is one. That's right. Harrison Bryant is cool. Harrison Bryant is a free agent. He's a free agent, free agent but and, he comes and, a dude you pick up off the free agents of yeah. that. And Joku oh, had a breakout year. Breakout I season. Mean, it don't matter. Chemistry. And again, we're we going to trade all our right. picks and we're going to get Brian all right. from Georgia. Anyway. Here's the big one on offense. Wash your mouth out with soap. The quarterback room. See, this is sad because yesterday I was here, but now. Wow, even G. Bush doesn't give a thumbs up right it's now. It's hard to win with the chain. Yeah. I don't hey. know. We don't know nothing about who thing. goes I like it in. less today than I did yesterday. Now, look, and that, that depends on if they sign in Flacco. No, that ship has sailed. With this move today, out. What the, this move today tells me all that hocus pocus that you saw with Joe Flacco, Dang. it ain't gonna carry over everybody oh, yeah, out of the room. Right here. Mm. You signing Joe Flacco? Yes. You keeping him on the roster, bro? I am. Not, I am too. But this is the they year. won't. Hey, this is. I the told year. you. I, hey, I spoke my hey, piece. Hey, take it from a dude that had a divorce. It's a certain amount of years where you don't believe nothing nobody say. Yeah. I don't believe in your listen, <laughs> we can wish your shoulder is injury free injury free, but we can't do that. I can wish that Nick Chubb is coming back hundred percent plan. Hope it does not work. I saw five dudes roll through that room and I heard you say I we'll it. just keep moving and we'll keep No. 
I need a no. We I saw one that quit. looked like he was supposed I, to look. And I'm not doing. And no, he will not be back. And I'm yeah. not doing a DTR thing. He he's supposed to be good. So you said no. Him, Wait a minute. I changed it. I'm thumbs. Is Philip gonna be on the roster? Then? Oh no. sure. No, no. <laughs> because uh, he's Philip. Philip's good. got it. All right, Phil now. Before I give you the next bit, we'll go to defensive line. But before you give you grade, keep in mind that Maurice Hurst, Shelby Harris. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, unknowns. Jordan there. Elliott and Darius Smith are all free agents. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait, before you Hold do on. this, yeah. I got to go off. I got to ask G. Bush a one question offensively. Uh, okay, go ahead. Why receiver? You said it got to be 4-4, four, 4-3. Four, four, you don't want to hear nothing else. Nothing. Okay. No big body. Let me ask you, if a guy, by the, if a guy like Keenan Allen was available, Mike Evans is a free agent. <laughs> would you take Keenan, Keenan Allen? Allen is like 35. Mike Evans, would you he's take... not a free agent, though. Mike Evans is. Okay, Mike Evans. I would I, take Mike Evans. I got two free agents that G would like are Calvin Ridley and I, I... Marquise Brown. They're oh. both, they'd both <laughs> be good number twos. Give me Marquise Brown. <laughs> he'd be a good Give number two. Give me Marquise two. Brown. Give me Hollywood. All right, go to he's the number two. Go to the All right, so, def- uh, so defensive line. I'm actually going to go thumbs up. Watch wow, this. Watch this. Y'all yeah. going to be hurt by this. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wow. <laughs> is it thumbs down. Is it because of Miles Garrett's performance in the last game? No, it's because of this. You, all them dudes is free agents. I don't think Zadarius Smith going to be worth the money he want. Oh, no. You got Alex Wright for him. Uh, but you got I, Alex Wright. You got Ogbo. You got Miles. You got Dalvin Tomlinson. And that's it. I, I think you got Tika. T- I don't trust uh, you mean that's Danny, Isaiah that's McGuire right now? Isaiah McGuire. <laughs> Listen, he's. See, uh, they had all those guys and got no pressure. He's Emmanuel in the Houston game. right now. Here, here's what I'm saying. And they were all healthy. We've been looking for Till, uh, that. We know, you know, that, like I told him before the show, you can't really say nothing because you're on the around, around I'm this, switching to the around fist. this okay, week. Good. I thought about no, it more. With me. I'm going around fist. Around this week, everybody schedules their surgery. What did you say, Tyvis? What was your answer? You didn't give an answer. Oh, I'm at a fist. So, so we're all fist except for you. So go ahead. And the reason I say fist. I went back and watched. No, you went down. Down. I, I down. down. Yeah. The reason I went back and watched that film, they did a very terrible job of redirecting all gear. Like when they was and running Houston, them, that's what the when Houston they was running them. them toss plays. Yep. We yeah. were getting outflanked, and I'm like, what are we running up there? They good at going one direction. That's it. Well, that's yeah. it. All that down the line stuff. No. And here's the thing too. Well, it's hard to do that it, too when you when you don't got nobody putting a stop sign on them tosses and zone reads. You know, Tyvis, if you give me, if he's still looking for it, if you gave me one end, just one DN that could give me ten sacks on the opposite of Miles Garrett, it's impossible. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> it's not impossible. I don't know. I don't it get is. it. How? Didn't the Eagles have four it guys is. in double figures it's last just, year? It's just it's don't, impossible. I'm asking no, no, myself. But, was yeah, Miles Garrett on that team? It's crazy. No. It's just impossible with Miles. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> because it needs to be. And here's my thing. I know, and I know Miles didn't play very well, but here's the thing. This thing got to be le- le- evened out. My, like, you got to ask yourself, yes, you, Miles Garrett didn't have a bunch of sacks, but somebody else got to do something. It's literally, this is similar to, except for one, a couple, one time, it's similar to being playing opposite corner of Richard Sherman. It's like, you want, oh, yeah, if I play opposite Richard Sherman, yeah, I'm going to get all the smoke, I'm going to get all the action. 
But then you get over there, and now that dude getting bombed and beat all touched. the time, and it's just like, like what how? the heck going on? Like, what, what, I don't know why. And, and whoever just, plays opposite of Miles don't and, have and production. Me, I don't know me, why. You know this is fact. Well, Clowney did one year. Well, one Clowney year. said yeah. that they catered a game plan and they right took Miles out of the building. Yeah. So there it and is. And then he went to Baltimore and had a really nice season. And yeah. I want to ask Darius Smith what he think about that because I didn't well, see. I didn't see. I said I did not see Darius Smith getting. No, I didn't either. Any sort of like what plan you got for him? You know, it's interesting. It's an interesting development here, and I kind of forgot about this. And this reminds me. You know how Tyvis you said yesterday that like when he he admitted that when he was a player he was nasty, like he would be talking trash, and we were all shocked because he's like the nicest guy. Oh yeah, I I, I thought about that on my drive. He did research on on Wikipedia. No, 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 no. I didn't. No, no. (laughs) He said you researched players. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, because see, you (laughs) weren't here. That's not what I did. I had my position coach (laughs) research (laughs) the players, and I needed it on my desk. When I yeah. walked in, the position I coaches were like the Mike Lucas yeah. of. Uh, now, what if yeah. we did? We, you know, how players. This is classified information, but mm, I'm gonna tell you anyway like because I'm retired. So <laughs> when I in 2014, the year when we won it all, we had. You know how they say great players come up with. Uh, they have routines. Yeah, they yeah. have stuff that they do. Rituals. Yeah. So me and my boy, shout out my boy Chris Worley, a Cleveland Glenville tar blooder. We had our thing on Friday nights. Well, we would slide into females DMs and particularly we would try to pick the opposing teams girl just to see if we could get a response. That's what <laughs> we were living at. You know, it was just it was savage season. You know, I was on my Randy Savage stuff and then when did I you got, ever get responses? Come to but then it's by the I, way, see if I did then that's that's what I needed to go into the game. But anyways, then, then I had tell the player your yeah. girl's in my yeah. DMs right now. Well, that's what he did in college, remember? Wow. Yeah, well, what he did in college was even No, worse. what I did him oh, I, yeah, I yeah. can't speak, I can't speak on the game, but what I did in one of my performances in the game is that I I told the I told the the guy that his girl was getting Did he lose his mind? Well, see, I, he thought it was a joke. So no, when I so when I yeah, said no, it to I him know. when I said it to when him the first time, the seats, it got real. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "You don't know my girl," and then I yeah. dropped her name, and he said, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know her. Yeah. We all know her." Oh, <laughs> all right, so two things here. Oh my God. Two 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 things here. Uh, oh, Damn, Tyvis. So Ty- I know he was next what? level. Pretty- by That's, the way, first you of all, you got to take their head out the game. Now I'm gonna win. I got go. the edge now. First now of all, Tyvis dates girl. himself in in a po- <laughs> like in a positive way because he was able to slide into DMs when when the three of us were in high school. There was no DMs. Uh, no, G. Bush and I were sliding into AOL chat rooms. Oh yeah, listen, <laughs> AOL chat. Remember that? You know what I was doing? I was passing notes. I haven't heard of that in so long. Yeah, I am. Well, dial up days. Now, if we have to wait a second for anything, oh, we lose our mind. Oh, I with my computer. <laughs> that's but, funny because that's exactly how it is. See, you lose sound. your mind. But the reason I brought it up is because we have a little of the same thing with G. Bush. G. Bush, <laughs> from the start of free agency, you know, mid-March, whatever the hell that is, right, through the end of the Brown season, is the Kool-Aid man. Yes. Uh, he is the Kool-Aid man. But... And I forgot about this. How the purple from guy. the end of the season until free agency, 
He's very negative about the well, Browns. Well, because of all Deservedly so. He's hurt. Yes. He's hurt. And no, I don't blame him. He's no, hurt, too. Well, well I'll I be wanting people to feel that emotion. Don't, yes. Don't, hold on to it. Embrace it. Because when I bring up a person you need to go get, and you be like, we don't need him. I'm going to I remember you got smoked 45 to 14 and nobody was open. Yeah. Because they'll tell you all the time. See, there, there's a thing where people like to be – people think that you're being conservative <laughs> and smart. You're just being scared. People just don't like change. Like, they think – like, the favorite word in Cleveland in the offseason is run it back. You don't get to run it back if you ain't win no Super Bowl. <laughs> it's like I gotta right. tell people. If you ain't win no Super Bowl or no conference – you don't get a chance to run it back. People going to make decisions. So what we started doing, we're looking at it. During the season, yes, y'all had, a, y'all had a great season. But when you're looking at trying to get better, you got to sit there and look at it and nitpick a little bit. Like, That's mm-hmm. right. I like Hurst, but how much he want? Zedaria yeah. Smith, is he worth 10, 12 no. million for five sacks? I got to figure out somebody to get Miles Garrett. We still don't got that. And Greg Newsom, we got to send him to a oh, football yeah, five camp. Five and a half sacks. That's, yeah. that's okay. You got, listen, you got to go to the Indiana or <laughs> the he have two or three in one game, though. Boy, yeah. Yeah. You got, yes. It's a I simple, think. it's a simple process. When you look in there, this is how you got to address your offseason. You got to look at everybody coaching. Front office, roster, everybody. And you got to look at them and you have to say to yourself, this is the question. Can we win a Super Bowl with this guy? That's right. Yeah. All right, real quick. Linebacker, remember, Sione Taki Taki and Anthony Walker are free agents. I'm here because of JOK. Only because... Only because JOK is fantastic. JOK yeah. is holding they've down. But they've got to add, obviously. And they've got to add pieces that aren't just guys. They've right. looked at the position yep. of linebacker for too long. It right. doesn't matter. Just right. put some warm bodies in there. It does matter. And finally. Give me two more JOKs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get it right in the other matter. spots. But I can't give him a down only because he was so good. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we know he's coming back. Yes. And finally, secondary, the only one that's a free agent, I believe, is Grant Delpit. Besides, No, like he the, signed an extension. He did. Oh, he did. I forgot about it. So it's only the fringe backup guys. I'll go thumbs up. Even though it ended badly. I'm, I'm, listen, I, I'll be, I'll be wanting to put my fist forward. Like, yeah, black power. I see it. You're like half. I'm kids. like, you guys this. remember the show that there would be three panelists and one of them was the real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, 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 the contestant would ask all of them questions. That's an old show. Like we all say, I'm Tyvis Powell. <laughs> and then at the end. They say, well, the real Tyvis Powell, please stand up. And they do the swervy derv, like right, someone right. goes like this. Hey, yep. And then sits down, and everybody's up and down. And then finally, Tyvis stands up. That's like you right here. You're like this. I, I don't want to. I don't know. I, be, because Juan Thornhill and Greg Newsom, and by the way, Juan, you got on this man, Adam the Bull, talking real heavy. <laughs> you was heavy. You was heavy. You had to. You had dudes on atting him. We didn't see it this year, dog. We just didn't. No disrespect. He, he was hurt. I, I, I get it. That's why we didn't see it. We didn't see that. That's not an excuse. That, You're right. But, it's not. But but, but look. Can't help the club from the top. There it is. You can't make the club. Hey, don't hey, don't the hate him. Make the game. He didn't come up with that. My thing is, hey, listen, Greg Newsom. I need more eye discipline out of you. I need you to be in these route combinations more. And I need, listen, there needs to be a, I'm a smart Emerson. I saw a couple of Olays. Ole, 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 Ole. Oh, that Revan Jordan touchdown. On, on them yeah. touchdown. Listen, I, I know y'all like to listen. I, Jamar Chase said it. He said it. Y'all need to use this. When y'all talk about being like locked down central, he said, I know one of y'all, Denzel Ward. I yeah. Said, Ooh, okay. He did say that. He did say that. I need y'all to pick that back up. Good year, though, dog. 
All right, we've got. We need to do a read, and then we'll move to our next topic. But, Bull, that was a great idea, Thank a great you. segment. I'm glad you hijacked it yeah. because it, we, we kind yeah. of go on record. It's an assessment of where and we by the, right. by the, by There the were way, more that, thumbs down and fists than oh, thumbs up. By the way, that will change. Oh, that'll change tomorrow. Yeah. But the funny thing was, there were more fists and thumbs thumbs down yeah. than there were thumbs up. It's okay. Right, but hey, in a lot of Browns teams for the past decade and a half, there would have been mostly thumbs down. Yes. And if we had asked this same question a week ago, it oh. would have been all thumbs up across the board. Yep. Uh, except for wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. you're right, yeah. Okay, Anthony. Cool. Yeah, idea. before we get into the next topic, guys, I just want to remind everybody that the NFL regular season is wrapping up, and it is wrapped up, but there's still time to get in the action on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use, and there's many different ways to bet. You can use same-game parlays, find the bets in the, find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the new Parlay Hub, and plenty more. So you guys can visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, awesome. We turn into the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. No, actually, you guys were talking about Greg Newsom, and Greg Newsom's been talking a lot on Twitter, and I wanted to get your guys' oh. thoughts, specifically G. Bush here, on everything surrounding Greg Newsom and Jerome Ford talking a lot on Twitter do and how they're handling the, the loss. I, I do have the tweets. Yeah, let me I check saw that. one that someone sent me where me he that. basically said, I love coming on Twitter and seeing how many people don't know football. I think if that, I'm yeah, we mentioned that right yesterday. Here. Yeah. That's bad timing. Listen, in the end, he can do whatever he wants. If he plays well, nobody cares. I just think, like, what he, what's 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 he trying to do there? Like, right after the season ends, I, it's just weird. There, there, look, here's the problem, and, and the problem is, this is the way fandom works. <coughs> Fans log away everything. They log everything. Anything you do, they log it away. Oh yeah. And they're ready to use it against you the moment you don't play well or say the same, say the right thing. So if you they don't feel like you play the right way, and they don't feel like you you saying the right stuff, they piling it on. Then all of a sudden it gets to a point where they just hitting you left or right anytime you say something. At the end of the day, you know Greg Newsom and, and I like the young man. I like his confidence. But listen, there are sometimes he can't tell me that there's certain things that he can't work on. If somebody was like, you know what, I hate G. Bush, man. He'd be telling too many stories sometimes. He need to stay, he need to have more stats backing up what he say. I could come out and say, you know what? I could do a little more research. Thanks, dog. Guess what? You can't say nothing no more. Because I'm like, cool. Greg Newsom say, listen, man, we listen, we didn't play well. We didn't play well enough in the secondary. We looked like we was confused on some things. Because look, that that's it's not like we haven't seen this before. Y'all was confused last year, right? You was upset that they didn't put you in a position last year. Right now, like, you feel like you're outside corner. That's not what I saw, Tyvis. <laughs> I didn't, when Nico Collins, when, I, I didn't know. You tell me, I know, I'm, I'm a fat dude <laughs> with a hat on. Tell me, when, he, when they motioned and put Nico Collins on him, and he backpedaled, and didn't get no hands on him, no to redirect, Touchdown. no nothing. It was, t- what, what was that technique? Great. What you think about that technique? So you talking about the play where he got they switched up and, and, and instead of tossing off the man, I think they so switched up too. When I think what I think you talking about the route where he Yeah and he got he caught mm-hmm. the all right. So so <laughs> so when I look at the play 
<laughs> that was a pause pause. Yes. That was a pause. I, after I said it, I'm like, good, no one caught I was, it. And I, I was looked like, at no. Bull and Bull went, I didn't even hear it. Because it, nobody, so no, I was like, I'm guess, not even going to repeat it. I guess it. nobody got it. I was, just you and I, Bull. I didn't hear it. But <laughs> some, that was bad. Uh, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah. I, sorry, Tyler. So when I when I look at it, I just it looked like they were in man to man, and I think he just got caught guessing on the route. You know, usually when a guy comes in like that, he looked like he gonna run that dig route, and he kind of gave him the fake, and then he kept going, and then kind of pushed it out. I think he just guessed on the route, and that's why he got beat like that. You just got to stay on top and trust your keys. You're supposed to be guessing like that? No, you're not supposed to guess a man-to-man, but I think that's what happened on that particular play. So, so not, we're not disrespecting you and saying, like, so when somebody says, hey, you guessed on that route, or it looked like, you know, or when they when they ran on the outside, right, it looked like they was in cover two one time, they ran out and up, mm-hmm. and they ran on the sideline. It mm-hmm. looked like Greg Newsom didn't carry the, the, the guy on the out and up. If they were in cover two, you got to play everything deep to short, and if he lets something get behind him, a seven cut get behind him, that's on him. Not, not, no, no disrespect. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, we like Greg Newsom. He had a great, great man-to-man coverage, good gear. But here's the thing. Cats got to understand. Y'all made the playoffs. That's good. Now you now people is for you a contender. What's next? You trying to get to the next level. If you want to get to the next level, people gonna be hard on you. They they expect more. And, and I yeah. get it. Greg is a competitive guy. He's a fiery guy. He wants to win. But I I think the problem a lot of fans have with it. When you lose 45-14, <laughs> you just zip it. Don't go on Twitter, first of all. Don't go on because it's not going to be pretty. Be on vacation. Just go on vacation, (laughs) put it down, and just focus that energy on getting better for next year. That's That's what I hope happens. Would you tell me what you guys think? What about the idea of trading Greg Newsom this offseason and making Cam Mitchell the the nickel corner or the slot corner or whatever? What do we think of that? What's his value? I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a player for player trade. You know, maybe it's a maybe it's a draft pick trade. Um, maybe it's Gr- Greg Newsom and a draft pick to move up, right? In a round, you know, like yeah, he, he, maybe maybe Greg. You know, I don't know. Could you trade Greg Newsom in a second round pick to move up higher in the second round? Uh, maybe you can't. Maybe I'm crazy. All right, I'm looking but, at the I'm looking at the G new play. He got hit with a sluggo, a slant and go. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, what did you think of my question there, Sluggo? So you're saying trade Greg, <laughs> trade Newsom Greg to Newsom. move up in the draft. Well, I, or whatever. No, I mean, like, it, maybe it is so, for the player. So what Can I was Cam see, Mitchell take his role? Cam Mitchell came in and he played phenomenal this season. Yeah. And he'll, he'll, he'll continue to get better. Am I okay or am I comfortable with them getting rid of G. New for Cam Mitchell? I think you would have to tell me what the, what the trade is. Am I, I think that Cam Mitchell could be good enough to be a number one and could be a slot. Obviously, okay. the, the biggest difference between the two is that Cam Mitchell played the slot in college. Exactly. So he's already has that experience. That's what I'm saying. And he knows how to play. And, and I still Genu, think in Genu's mind, he's an outside yes. corner. Yes. Well, that's the thing. If Genu, that, if Genu wants to be an outside corner and he wants to get paid like an outside corner, then he needs to. And there are teams that would use him as a number two corner. And, Probably. Right? There are teams and, that can. And, and, and I think, and I think this, is, this is fair. I believe that like he, he speaks more and is out there more than the other corners. And is more vocal because he does feel that way. 
Like he feels like I'm oh, he's, clearly he he's feels validating that like yo, I'm a I'm a number one corner. I'm a first round pick. Right. I should be out there. Like he he has to do when you when you already there and got the contract like Denzel Ward, you notice he don't say nothing. I never heard Martin Emerson say nothing. You see what I'm saying? I feel like he's a person that's he's fighting for his fighting respect. for that 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 piece of the yeah. pie. And look, if he believes himself to be that and you, you, you well, get some for it, then yeah. it is what it is. I think that's an interesting and even fascinating suggestion, and I wonder if they wouldn't do that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, Mitchell has proven that he can be as good as right. Ryan. So, and you got to save money it, in some spots. You do. Mitchell's making no money. And I do you think know. it's an identity crisis. I think Genu believes that right. he's something that the Browns don't. So trade him somewhere where he could play the position he wants to sure. play. He's. It's not like he's a scrub. I mean, he's a good player. He is the a good teams player. that so, would be interested so, but, in but him. You, yes. Because, Cyrus, you know this. They can't pay both of them. No, they can't pay them both. No, Be- because, Martin and right. because they they the right. same yeah. draft year, right? Or no, they no, 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 Mitchell's after. one. No, behind, right? I think last year's Newsom's last. Uh, next no, next year's. Well, Newsom's he's a first round year. pick. They could pick up his fifth uh, year option. Yeah, but but right, they could. So team the team they're trading him to could pick up that option too. So, so let me. So let, so looking at this player because I want to I want to yeah. try to critique. Does that option travel with the player? I think so. Yes, it does. Because I kind of know. I think I know a couple of things about football. So when I watch this play, first of all, the first problem is. You're too slow on getting over there. You got to hurry up and get over there and get set. That's the first thing. If anybody, anytime somebody motion, you can't take a smoke break. You got to run over there. You got to get set. So you caught in the tank is what mm-hmm. we call it. You know why they call it the tank. Mm-hmm. You get caught in the tank where you're not in position and now you're backing up. Now you don't get hands on him. Mm-hmm. He runs the slant. Now, y'all in cover one from what it looks like to me. So you, you, you panic right there. You're on your own. There. Yeah. You, you're on your own technically. And then what I would say is once you do that, you see you threw the hand and you missed, mm-hmm. and now you're in full chase mode where you need where you you messed up in this whole thing just off the I, top. You gotta stay top shoulder, and that's the first thing. You you went underneath and tried to go for it all and you missed everything. So that's what put you in this bad position. But I will also say that you're not alone on this because for you to have for this to be cover one, I have no idea where your post safety's at. As a post safety, your job is to read the front tip of a quarterback's shoulder. CJ Stroud, he looks to the left. He, he looks to the right. So I give you that. But who boom, is the post safety on the play? Uh, the post safety looks like I I can't really tell who this is. I, oh, it looks like it might be DeAnthony Bell. I can't really mm. tell, though. So it was a complete breakdown. But, yeah, he should have had some help. In cover one, you got to read the front tip. Now, don't get me wrong. C.J. Stroud, initial read was to the right side, so you drift a little bit. But once he snaps, once he takes his drops and he plants and comes back forward and get ready, you got to take off now. And I, you ain't nowhere. Whoever this post safety is, is nowhere. He ain't even in the final frame. Mm. Oh, it's uh, it looked like it's Ronnie Hickman. Mm. It looked like Ronnie Hickman, Hickman was on the wrong end of burn. I, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I find it funny that Tyvis is looking at these plays. And then talking as if he's talking to the guy who screwed up. Well, yeah, I, I know. Because well, you got to get there. <laughs> no, listen, yeah, that's yeah, valuable. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Really good. So this is this is Ronnie just being a young safety on this one. Right. C.J. Stroud did a good job looking him off, but I mean, literally, he snaps back. Hey, at, and hey. when a quarterback snaps like that, yeah. With the pass rush you got, it's not like he can go boom, boom to check. Like, it, he went like this. He's he throwing snapped. the ball. It's gone. Yeah. Take you off. You know what would be great <laughs> this offseason, Mike, is if – and I don't know if any of the players would agree to do this. Maybe Tyvis could talk to them directly. If we brought Tyvis and one of the corners or safeties in 
and went on the video and and Tyvis like kind of worked with them and said, "Hey, what were you thinking yeah, here? What happened? Why would you do that?" Was, <laughs> they, they do that. <laughs> I know they probably well, but you know why? Tino <laughs> seems to be open to criticism. But wait a second, wait a second. I, wait a second. I'm not, but I'm not criticizing. I'm literally and saying. And it wouldn't have to be I'm all bad plays. The coach there could be like two plays where they he did a great job and two plays where yeah. it didn't work. Uh, like I'm literally world, that would be awesome. Be yeah, <laughs> I know it's unlikely, but the Browns have given us how many players during the course of this season? That's why Tyvis has got to call in his uh, Ohio State. Now they're going to give us players to get critiqued. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what the hell were you doing in that cover two? <laughs> I wouldn't say that's not how I would approach it. I would approach it just like I approached Genu on this one. Yeah, but you, don't take my word for if, it. If, I was, if, if, if yeah, I was, if I was, is not crapping we on. Gotta Listen, Bernie, yeah. We got to bring Bernie. I guess we're going to do a read between Bernie. Okay, so we're going to do a read, and then Bernie is in the house. In the building. Go ahead, Ant. As we bring in Bernie, I just want to remind you all that the NFL regular season, <laughs> it's wrong. wrapping up. It's wrapped up. But there's still plenty of time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers are getting $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, that's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is super easy to use. There's many different ways to bet. Same game parlays. You can check out bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. So many more ways to do it. You guys can go visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Bernie, that game was a disaster. <laughs> then that's the nicest thing. <laughs> Welcome. Oh Good to see you, God. too, brother. Bernie, it's great. <laughs> Where it's do great we to even begin? Oh, oh my God. How depressing was that? Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. But you know what? As tough a day as Saturday was, and I'm not just saying this to be positive, um, this was a special year. It was. I mean, was. for to get through the holidays, this is maybe a selfish statement, but to get through the holidays from Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's and being as old as I am, and it's not a shot at anybody, but mostly this century, you've been making excuses through the Christmas season about who the draft pick's going to be, mm-hmm. um, why the season's going to be, should the coach stay, and to have talked through the whole holiday season about the kind of the euphoria of a surprise Browns team being one of the first teams to qualify for the playoffs in the AFC this year um, made it a little more tolerable for yeah. me on uh, Sunday I'll, morning, we'll just a little. How surprised were you at the firing of Alex Van Pelt and Stump Mitchell and the tight ends coach who – his contract was up, but Mitchell and Van Pelt hey, each had TC. another year. Yeah, so you know what? I came in today or woke up this morning, you know, and I kind of heard some of the rumblings about some of the rumors uh, yesterday about it. A little surprised with it. I actually think we really overachieved this season. Yeah. You know, with four quarterbacks winning, um, I'm a little biased. You know, I really, I think everyone here knows how much I love Coach Stefanski and, and the uh, – the uh, football side of things with it. But I go back a lot of years with Alex Van Pelt and knowing, you know, some of the things that, um, you know, transpired through the years. So to see kind of that happening um, today was a little surprising. How do you explain it? What what, what do you think was behind it? Um, I'm still really trying to digest it right now. But to see, you know, to see uh, Alex Stump, um, the tight end coach, and, you know, sometimes you get – you get things where you want to get a little more creative um, with things, but it's right now. I actually think we overachieved uh, yeah. during mm-hmm. the season. You know, David Njoku did have one of his best seasons. We won with four QBs. Um, I don't think this is an indictment of some of these coaches and Stump in particular. I'm massively biased towards him from playing against them and being being an ex-player and stuff. So. 
You know, I, I really think the team really overachieved this year and, and, and seeing, um, you, know, by, you know, seeing how they're going to try to get better. Bernie, is there, you think there's a chance Van Pelt maybe wanted to go because he might want to go call play somewhere else? As a- well, there's, it's absolutely possibly part of it in terms of you could only probably only go so far as a position coach slash offensive coordinator who isn't calling plays right, right now. Yeah. So um, we saw that with Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid in Kansas City last year going to Washington where, you know, he was going to call plays and kind of have the onus on himself that maybe is the stepping stone to the next move up. And, you know, whether it's Eric Bieniemy at his age, Alex Van Pelt at his age, where maybe you do get a little um, anxious to want to call your own place and maybe see if you could get to that next level of head coaching. And that's probably going to, would have been tough. I hadn't looked at it really from that perspective. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the three playoff games that the Browns have played in the Stefanski regime, they are 0-2 when he is calling the plays. Alex Van Pelt called the plays in the Steelers' playoff win. I mean, I know that's a very small yeah. sample size, but I was shocked that he was never even given the opportunity yeah. in the regular season to do that. Well, you know what? In terms of just the play calling on this past Sunday, I'm not sure it. I, I want to put the onus or blame really. No, on there was a about, lot of and, other moving parts. I mean, no, you're again, right. But it wasn't. He, a, it wasn't a shining offensive performance. And, and that's. I'm not even being critical. Um, I think the game plan was very solid. I just think it caught up with us. I mean, I, I love Coach Callahan. I love the way we played smoke and mirrors yeah. with the offensive line all year. And I'm not banging on the tackles, but it caught up with us. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. come on. It was it like, it's these guys, Hudson and, and the other guy. I love him. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I, I can't remember his name. Christian. Yeah, Christian. I mean, God bless yeah. him how hard they tried, how much it went, how uh, Coach Stefanski. But the running was, game disappeared. Well, in the running game, 20 carries for 58 yards, 2.8 yards a carry. But, again, you're playing. You're playing a really good defense. I'm. I'm super high, unfortunately, on D'Amico Ryan. Um, we kind of said two weeks ago yeah. that was the least guy. That's yep. the least team we want to play. Did, so, yeah. and and even to Joe Flacco. And I'm again. I'm not his marketing guy, and I'm not just trying to say this to be positive. And to the receivers, um, I give him Amari Cooper a ton of credit for the season he had and the, the mesh that he had. Um, with Joe Flacco and the, and the plays he made. But, boy, you could see his Achilles was still, or his Achilles or heel or something yeah, was, was bothering yeah. him in the game. He was really only about 85 80%. And he masked it really well, but he just didn't have that. You could see he was limping a little 200 bit. 200 fewer receiving yards. Yeah, and, and David Bell was kind of one of the That's go-to stunning. guys. So, you know, and actually, I, I, I really looked hard at some of the highlights and, um, of the uh, first game on Christmas Eve. And it almost looks like on that, touch, that long touchdown pass, is where Amari started that heel issue when he got into the end zone. Just a little little twitch of it then, and that set that domino off. So I'm massively a fan of his. I I really give him and the guys a lot of credit for being out there. And, and again, you didn't hear him after the game really whining and crying about stuff. But he couldn't have played at that that high tier that – 
that we really needed to maximize beating a really good Houston Texans team who I really look forward <laughs> to watching them play at Baltimore this week. Bernie, yeah. now that they have to make offensive coordinator changes, who's the guy that you think would help Deshaun get to back to where he was? So, I don't know this season if really Deshaun got to where he wanted to be other than maybe the second half of the Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. And I'm, uh, I'm so high on Joe Flacco, just like I was so high on Gary Danielson, who was really, he was a player coach, but he wasn't, he was a player, but really wasn't called a coach, mm-hmm. but he really was. And he was a coach for the coaches. And, and you credit him with a lot of your Oh my success. God, yes. So I, you know, I, I haven't thought a ton of the offensive coordinator stuff, but Joe Flacco being back and not being a threat to Deshaun and trying to implement more of that type scheme, okay, because Deshaun, Deshaun, if he could add that under center play action pass, almost like what you are so artistically communicating on CJ Stroud and how we move the pocket just a little bit, looked right. It was all bluff. That, that was the whole time was coming back as a throwback. That's just a complete act right there. And then that quick snap like that. You know, that's only half the field read. That's only a two-man route. You know, us, us older quarterbacks, sometimes we get offended by saying, oh, we don't can't read the whole field. Well, so what if you can get a dude that much open? And Coach Stefanski and Joe Flacco figured out how to get guys really open within that system. I'd love to see Deshaun. You want to make him be the OC? Flacco the OC? the OC, but I like to see him <laughs> be part I'd of. I'd love to have him back. Whether I'd love back. Somebody he best of both worlds. Yeah, Somebody right. says something but like that yesterday. Bernie, let me ask you a question because I, this is just a theory that I have, and, and Bull said, I, I think he said, no, I don't, I don't believe that. I'd like to get your thoughts. To me, it felt like in this push-pull between Deshaun Watson being good and what we've had from him so far, I think a big part of the narrative during Flacco's success from fans and media was, oh, so the play-action pass really opens up the passing game. And Deshaun, for whatever reason, has has been pretty adverse to that. He wants to work out of the gun. Some RPOs are in there. With the firing of the three coaches today, I wonder if there wasn't an internal struggle where Van Pelt and maybe the tight ends and running backs coaches were all in on this. Deshaun's going to have to mold into this play fake offense because it works. And maybe Deshaun is not open to that idea. And Tyvis had brought up earlier that he re- he was run out of Houston after he said, I want Eric Bieniemy as my head coach. And Bieniemy wasn't interviewed. Bieniemy is available now. I'm just wondering if the move today isn't a foretelling sign that the Flacco play fake, all that nonsense, and Deshaun's got to fit into that. That is out, and we're eliminating that talk right now. This is going to be Deshaun and the offense he likes to run. So the first thing that came into my head right there, and I'm not trying to make this about myself, because Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco are at another level of athleticism than I was, and Deshaun Watson's at another level of athleticism than Joe Flacco is. And that's not an indictment on me nor Joe. That's a compliment to Deshaun. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this about me at the end of my career, and I got away from 
um, some of my play action games and I got into where I thought I had to be cool and be in a shotgun all the time and call all my plays and be cute out there with five receivers and five guys spread and I sucked. Okay, and I forgot. Okay, and I forgot about, you know, I forgot about some of the core things. And I'm not sure Deshaun's really ever seen some of this um, type stuff. And when you see success, I think that opens up your mind. So this is maybe something where um, maybe he hadn't anticipated it happening. It's no longer an indictment to play under center and play play action pass. Matter of fact. I actually think you have to get under center and you have to take some snaps. Baker's still doing it in Tampa and having a lot of success in the play-action offense. And he had it here. And a lot of QBs now and a lot of systems. And the best systems are the ones that are using this. Just like C.J. Stroud. He's a top-tier young quarterback. And forget he's young. He's just a top-tier quarterback. The good, consistent ones are right now. They are under center. That's where the game's going. It was so hard to block. Um, if God, could you imagine the disaster with just a uh, spread offense? And again, I'm not picking on the tackles again, but they were getting steamrolled with play action pass, with tight ends in there, with backs helping. If you just do five offensive linemen, spread everybody out, this is – I could, I could use bad words right now yeah, to, oh in yeah. terms of the challenges that we would face on you. So, you got a whole off-season with it. Maybe I'm still living in Disney World here trying to find Utopia and Nirvana here, but that's <laughs> – adding your game is something Q's always got to do. And we got – yeah, if I'm Deshaun, I, I'd really want to just add to my game. I don't need to be – I actually would be super excited that this is happening because I know if hey, if me and Joe could make this kind of stuff work, I can't imagine what Deshaun could do with because he's untackleable on these broken plays sometimes. There, there, Bernie, you, you bring up a good point. I think, um, you know, instead of us always thinking about detracting from something, we need to be thinking about adding things. Like if you can bring Joe Flacco in, and he could teach him. One of the things that stand out to me, and in, in, in Kevin Stefanski asked this first meeting they had with Deshaun Watson, he said, Deshaun was watching film with him when they were talking with the owner and the owner wife. He said, what are some things I could work on? And that was Deshaun talking to Kevin Stefanski. He said, your play fakes. And he laughed because he said, my high school coach used to say the same thing. And so you're now you're year three, and you've had an opportunity to sit and watch how great play fakes work and make the game easier for you. Who else to do that but but in, in a guy like Joe Flacco? Um, but let me ask you this question about needs. Um, sometimes you, you look at your team and you're like, wow, we kind of, you know, we, we felt we had a good roster. We felt we, had, we could go deep in the playoffs. However, we came up a little short. In coming up short, there's always deficiencies. What is the glaring need if you're burning the GM What's the glaring need for this team and this roster moving forward to get better? So that's that's something that as a uh, ex-quarterback offensive guy, probably fixate a little bit more on the offensive side of things. So thinking more offensively than more macros uh, this at this point in terms of 
maybe some of the defensive stuff because I do believe and think one of the big differences in our defense was the addition of the big defensive tackles this year. And when you're able to crush the middle of the pocket, it allows our ends and miles to, um, to be better like that. And I think we were pretty successful in adding a little bit to that. You could always want to add tight to that. But absolutely, the offensive tackle issue is an issue right now with, with uh, Jedrick Wills getting hurt. And even before hurt, there was debate with the extension mm-hmm. and, and that type stuff. I love Conklin and stuff. Love him, but now there's some major injuries. You're screwed with his contract. It's though. a tough one, do, right? Yeah. So how do you find how do you find offensive tackles? Um, I love Amari Cooper, and I like you know some of the young receivers, but quarterbacks we need more weapons. Yeah. <laughs> one wide receiver and stuff, and and um, the. The running back position now yeah. with Nick coming back and and what do we do with kind of that pass that pass catching type uh, type of back guys? Can you show the we we show those variety of pictures of Bernie playing? Is there any? Can we? Can I sh- ask for one specific one real quick <laughs> or no? Can you not do that? We can find it. Which one do you want? The one where uh, <laughs> he's playing against the Bengals and I see Solomon Wilcots, mm. who was a corner for the Bengals. Because Solomon's in the media, too. Oh, yeah. We're looking for it right now. And I've talked to him a lot. And I got to know, Bernie, and I don't know if you remember, but I feel like you remember everything from yeah. your career. It looks like he's trying to tackle you here. And I want to know, did he tackle you or did you get away <laughs> from Solomon Wilcox? <laughs> did you remember that specific play? I doubt it. But Well, uh, Dick LeBeau I, was their off- or defensive yeah, quarterback right. there. And he had this guy. He was cool. one of the original blitz zone guys. Yeah. So Solomon would come with a... Sam Strong safety blitz cover two. Okay, and I was ready for it after about the third time he did sack me. <laughs> All right, there it that. is. Yes. So did he get you there? Huh? Or did you no, get away? No, he got away. That's my guess. You got yeah, away? No, I'm able you to, that? I, I, I was <laughs> able to get away on that one. But, Good. and that's where, okay, and that's where plays like that. Yeah. When, look, at you're basically looking down. I'm doing this stuff wrong. Your eyes are basically closed, looking at the ground, trying to get away. But you know there's a check down in front of you. Yeah. I always had a guy in front of me, and that's what the play action right, game Leroy. Yeah. does. And Leroy, <laughs> it was Leroy at the end. It was Kevin Mack and Ernest Binder at the beginning. And that's, that's imperative to being able to understand kind of where your outlet is. When you're in the spread offense and, and the five receivers and just five guys, very rarely do you have a check down within this set of the of this the uh, of the yeah. uh, show here today, and it's typically way out there. So now, when you have stuff like that, you're really able to get away, knowing that heck, all I got to do is get away, and I got to throw from me to you, Jay. Yeah, you know, and that's Leroy, mm-hmm. Kevin Mack, Ernest Biner. Sure. You remember when? Remember the Super Bowl? Do you guys remember Tim Crumry's ankle? Oh God! Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that was one of the God. worst, one of the ugliest injuries I've ever, ever seen. seen yeah, man. That, ever. that was awful. That's but like I, Joe Theismann level. Yeah, time. yeah, that was uh, horrible. I'm curious when you, when you have played with a player, let's say once you're in the NFL, then mm-hmm. not your rookie season, but once you, or maybe your rookie season, you're such a smart player and such a smart guy that maybe you knew it right away. When you had guys that you were playing with, whether it was an offensive lineman, receivers, whatever, how quickly did you know? how good they were, and were you always right? Was your first analysis about how good such and such player was, were you always on the money? And how quickly did you know? So um, one of the guys that uh, 
um, really close with from my University of Miami days and was on the Peyton cast uh, Monday night was, is Ray Lewis. And Ray's a little more quick to answer that than I will be. But heck, he goes within the first day. Really? You can pretty much know who belongs wow. and who doesn't belong. And when you get into a guy and you uh, get into some guys who have the kind of false bravado, which we all have to have, the, whether it's here and or on the field, um, you have to have some, some type of you know, confidence in yourself. But when you're on the field in that huddle, a lot of times it really clarifies who's who and what's. And when you yeah. look into the depth of the eyes, and I don't want to say always right, okay, but you yeah. really get you really get a good feel for 85, 90% of really who's going to be there and who doesn't really get overly fixated slash nervous in those stressful situations. Because when the bullets are flying, um, People, a lot of times people will cower down to that and you got to make sure the guys don't. Was there, I'm not going to ask you to name names obviously, but was there a guy maybe that like got a lot of, even if he wasn't a teammate, maybe it was just a guy you played against, but was there a guy that came out of college, maybe was a high first round pick and you were like, this guy's not a good player uh, without naming names. Did that happen to you? Yeah, there was, there was yeah. a couple of guys. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there was a couple yeah. What about the other way around? Guys so, that were unheralded and maybe even your first impression was well, you take, terrible. Well, you take like one of my first fights with Coach Belichick. Okay, it was over Keenan McCardle. Okay, me, Leroy Horde, and Keenan McCardle were like the three amigos. Okay, yeah. Leroy is on the field all the time. Keenan would toast everybody in practice. Yeah. And he wasn't, he was slightly, he wasn't fast, he wasn't big, he fast. wasn't strong. Man, that brother was play. over all the time. Yeah. Okay, so I would just want to sneak him on the field. They had, yeah. Bill had got rid of Webster, Lang, Brennan, and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was just natural. Michael Jackson. And Keenan McCardle with Leroy. And Leroy, and again, I'm not saying it because he was on today and he's our buddy, <laughs> but Leroy is one of the best catching, most resourceful dudes to get open on the football field. And <laughs> he is. Look at that smile, man. I love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah. He is, man. And Keenan Mc- like McCardle? Uh, not at first. I okay. mean, he didn't get on the field until I got whacked. And I'm like, bro, let me have that guy. You know? <laughs> and Keenan goes on to be a superstar. Yeah, he's and, great. and he's Jackson still coaching in the league. And he's still coaching up young receivers. And that type of, you know, that type of feel for just a guy who gets yeah. it, who wants it. He could see in her eyes. Almost a, it's almost a sickness. Bill kind of missed on him. The ho- at he, first. At a, first. There's yeah. a Hollywood Higgins on every roster, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, we, we talk about this play action. Sometimes to me, Play action could like be fool's gold, like not fool's gold, but it can lull you into sleep, right? So you can have these receivers that really ain't that good, but you run play action so well that they, they get, get wide open. That'd be wide open. <laughs> That's what happened. My thing, Bernie, is what if you actually had receivers that was good? And a Nick Chubb <laughs> that was a viable threat on the play face. They would be super wide I open. Know, but... Like, so, like, I'm just, I'm, look, I told I was laughing. I said, bro, I don't want to see nobody. With another big body, you got to run a four-four. I don't want to draft nobody. <laughs> I need speed. I need vertical. You I don't want no Mike Williams. Uh, listen, Mike Williams. <laughs> He's always hurt. He's always hurt. Always. Can you win here? Michael. Here's the thing about Ber- Bernie. Opened his playbook all the way up when he was throwing bombs to Michael Jackson or, or Michael Dyson, whatever his name is. <laughs> but, but but here's the thing. 
when they I said, oh, this is what it looks like. The, you you act like that's just so so you so who's gonna part ways with that guy that does? I, that? I don't because the I only mean, person in the free agency is Marquise Brown. Maybe there's Ridley, another Puka Nakua. Ridley's yeah. a free agent too. What are you talking about? Jeez, thank you. Give me one of them dudes. Ridley's a free agent. Yeah. T. Higgins, they, Michael you Pittman. You think they gonna let yeah. Ridley go? I mean, he's not their number one receiver. They might. Yeah, I, I I, this is just my. He's thing. a free agent. If when you watch the league, I'm seeing two or something. It's like Noah's Ark. Everybody got two receivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waddle. Can we get two tackles? We, we got, they got two everything. They got, they got Higgins and Chase, Puka Nakua and Cup. Every yeah. time we play in these teams, there's two receivers killing us. And I'm like, we got Evans one. and Godwin. Hey, well, I'm calling up the Old Testament. Brown and Devontae Smith. Amari Cooper and David Njoku. No, 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 no. Who, who, who does the Chiefs I, have? Th- listen, I, the Chiefs. That's their problem. Right. <laughs> yeah. Touche. He's right. What you yeah. got about? They got Rice and that's yeah, but it. Now they've got Kelsey and Rice. That's it. Mm-hmm. That the Bills don't have a second guy with Diggs, really. Listen, Gabe Davis. I, I, but if you, he ain't that level, I, I, he outright. But now. but you get my you get yeah. my point. Yeah. I just want to see like because look, if they did that great with play action today, and you give me play action with another threat. With and Nick Chubb, with Nick Chubb, we're <laughs> and, ready to go. And G Bush, to, to your um, not to your receiver point, but to your first point on the play action pass, and then the last point on play action pass. If I could just add into even myself again and Deshaun on that, I was bad at play action passing in terms of my fake. I didn't even get a good one. I didn't use the ball like now oh, you're supposed to, be, to. I used to be really good at that, that old school kind of just sticking <laughs> in my fifth grade. Yeah. No, and as and a freshman in high watching, school, really. Watching post my career or at the end of my career, like I had said earlier, where I, I got away from um, some of my play action game, even though I wasn't good with it. Um, now I started watching it. Now, granted, I've had two and a half decades to watch it, but Deshaun's had a good half a year to watch this mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And to add to the game now, I really think it's going to add to his game. I actually think he's going to embrace some I of hope this so. Because it, the game's way easier. Way yeah. easier. I mean, look, at, I know it sounds cool to be Learn. the guy and spread everybody out. <laughs> It's hard to do that game in and game out. And you got guys like uh, um, Harbaugh in Baltimore and what um, Tomlin does in Pittsburgh that makes it really hard just to say, I'm going to be a a, a drop back uh, shotgun guy for 50 snaps again. We have, we have be about fascinating three minutes, and then we season. have to do uh, super chat. <coughs> I wanted to get your thoughts on Bill Belichick. Does he have diminishing skills? <laughs> that was the term he used with you when he cut you. Diminishing. Are his skills diminishing? I think his fastball's gone. It feels like it is, Bull. So I, I do, I, I do think Coach Belichick is still learning, and we're still trying to keep learning. And that's what bodes well. And I think when he makes this move to the next team, okay, he's going to have some adjustments in his game in terms of how he's coaching and then maybe how he's deriving his personnel and stuff. So he won't be doing it. Just like he didn't do it the same from Cleveland to the Jets to the Patriots. He did it massively different at that third stop. Um, he's going to learn from these couple decades in New England, and he's going to add to it in the next stop. And, um, and not Where just, is his next stop? Do you think Dallas, Atlanta? 
So I know, I know the cow, and I'm close. You know, obviously, we have them 30 years ago. The the Cowboys Super Bowl and, and Jerry Jones and you and think cow- Jerry and Belichick could coexist? I think they could at this point. But okay. I got to tell you, with 15 games to go, uh, I lost after coaching the Atlanta Falcons. That's with that conference or that division. Yeah, that loaded. But team. who's your quarterback? They just uh, Justin they, Fields, and they, and I hope Bill oh, goes wow, there and gets him. I hope Bill goes there and gets him because we do not want Justin Fields ending up in Pittsburgh. No, you're right. I don't Pittsburgh, okay, that's Pittsburgh has a lot of Bernie is scheming. Fields. I come, I leave two days. Bernie scheming. They, yeah. they <laughs> Justin Fields they to the Falcons. Yeah, they, or Justin worse. Justin Woo. Fields to the Steelers. Woo. That's yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta, 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 Atlanta that's worse. Yeah, that's talent. Talent. I mean, they oh, got two really good. Backs. I want to come back. <laughs> I want to come back and play. Hey, maybe maybe Bill's changed his mind on you. Yeah, but I have diminishing skills. <laughs> I do. Okay. Right, I'm gonna lob a shot put over to you, my brother. Okay. <laughs> Bernie, you're always fun to talk to. I knew your insight would be valuable on, on the loss. Thanks for coming in. Stick around because we're gonna do we're gonna wrap the show up with super chats, right? Is that what we're gonna Go do? Ahead. Before we do those super chats, I just want to remind everybody that even though the football season's over, we are still on WKYC. That's not WKYC there. Thank you. Uh, from twelve thirty to one on Fridays, we're gonna still be on WKYC and WKYC Plus. So you guys can check us out and support us over there every Friday afternoon as well. Twelve thirty to one. <laughs> they forgot to take us off. All right, guys. Our first super chat comes from Boiler Two L. This organization is just scrambling to fix their two hundred and thirty million dollar mistake. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I can Next see one comes from I don't that. see how you, yeah. I can see how Maybe. you can think that. I'm, I'm not willing to say it's a mistake just Four yet. and one, five and one, Deshaun oh, Watson. I'm not really Last game gonna... was against the Ravens. Shut your mouth. Yeah. 14 for 14 <laughs> in the second half. There he's going to add to his game. He's going to add to his game shoulder. with this. Yep. Let's hope so. That out. No. Go ahead. All right, guys. We got from Shorty Xander. Any chance you guys can interview Joe Thomas on him moving to Germany and coaching the Munich Ravens? Steve Becker, get on that one. He is he really German? doing it? Wait, is he done? Is he? Uh, according to this super chat, that yes. Can't be true. I, I asked. Mike, I haven't heard that anywhere. Like we asked Joe true. specifically. Is coaching? <laughs> he's not or moving front to Germany. In your future, and Come he said, "Not until my kids are older." Why Maybe the guy. That? I, that's not. That can't be true. All right, next one. I've heard from that. Nowhere. Winston yeah. was Stump that good, or was Chubb that good? Well, Stump, no. Stump know, let's was... ask Bernie that because Bernie, how much credit goes to the coach? How much credit goes to the player? And if you assume that it was Stump, uh, that it was Chubb and not Stump, then why fire him? Well, I, I love, uh, of course, we all love Nick Chubb. And I said earlier in the, the segment, uh, Stump Mitchell being the next player and how our backs have played and how the young backs have played. I think has uh, has been something he should be proud of, and he has yeah. nothing to hang his head nothing. head on, and mm-hmm. he should be super proud of what he's done here and and his career, 
and whoever uh, gets him should be honored to have him. Someone in this will have him soon, I think. Uh, yes. Go, he's he's yeah. that good at Go ahead, All right, Andrew. next one from Charles T. Tyvis, could Newsom's giant bobblehead helmet be holding him back from being a great cornerback? <laughs> he does that look like all Mr. I Kazoo. saw, every blown coverage, that was that helmet. <laughs> That helmet's massive, bro. <laughs> he, Charles yeah, T also says, but you know what? That's because they want to stop the concussion, so you get that. I know, what, but it just looks so odd on him because yeah. it's like what Mr. weighs more, his helmet and head combined, yeah. or the rest of his body? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably fifty-fifty. Go ahead. Right, Charles T also says uh, Haslam is sneaking Todd Haley back in, oh, and then God. what secondary moves would you guys make? Secondary? So, like in the secondary, or are you talk about secondary? I said I trade Thornhill Greg Newsom in the secondary. I think Thornhill is. Not coming back. But I don't know what is. I don't know how much guaranteed money he's got this year. I don't either. But I just. I would move on if there's no guaranteed money. Yeah. I think Grant Delbert had an amazing year. It yeah, hurt us. It yeah. hurt us massively it on Saturday. Feel bad for the young safeties getting toasted like that. But they're young safeties. They were third and fourth string for a reason. Yeah. And Grant Thor, Delbert is an all-pro dude. It was a one-year deal. I thought no. it was, but or it, two no, with an option. It was, was a your... multi-year deal, but I, you know, a lot of guys like that. Some dead money. He might not get any guaranteed after right. the first okay. year. Okay, go okay. ahead. Well, we got two more here, guys. So yeah. from Vernal Jackson, offensive rankings since 2020: 14th, 20th, 18th, and 10th. We needed to make changes, hey, and we lost that, the playoff game. That's stupid. You can't judge it based on the amount of yardage. That's dumb. <sighs> go ahead. I will. I don't yeah, know what they're Last one here. Touchdown. Well, if you are, then fire the offensive coordinator. But last one here from DB Dog Twenty One. If we do nothing, we say we're okay with mediocrity. We make changes, and because we don't understand the moves, we crap on it. Unfair because be of the all the right injuries. Moves. Probably, I, I but let's see what happens. On. I we're just crapped on nothing. <laughs> I, I, am on record saying I have no the problem. The only thing I crap on is yes, if it's two. Jimmy's <laughs> decision. <laughs> them two right yeah. there got I, the problem. It's all, if, it, <laughs> if it's Kevin's decision, I got zero problem with it. And here's the thing: um, whatever they were the last six games of this year. They better be markedly better next year because the guys that were helping coaching are now fired. But I, I so do improve. <laughs> but you did say something quick in passing. Yeah. I know we're up against it. Yeah. Is um, Jimmy's decision and or a football decision? I really think that the Browns organization is meshing way better together. Okay. It's probably the I best so. they've been at. So, yeah. And I really do think this is probably, and I don't know it, but I really do believe it's a fo- was a football side okay. decision and okay. not – Business trying to bip in, bip in on that. Right, yeah, let's. What do we got on overtime, guys? True or false? Uh, we're doing true and false. Okay. Okay. Can Birdie play, or does he have to go? Oh my God! Birdie's Jim a little doctor. Oh, Jim Ursay. Birdie's got to go. We'll see you later. Jim Ursay. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.